Welcome to the first episode of what we're going to be calling Tail Talk. Tail Talk. Tail Talk. Tail Talk. I'm your host. That was me slapping <laughs> that my knee. Me that was me slapping my knee. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Luis, and I have my buddy Isaiah over here, Mr. Tarzan Longhair. Um, be a co-host yeah, for it's Aquaman, this it's Aquaman. Aquaman. Sorry, Tail Talk. Water related. Um. Yeah, we are new to the podcasting scene, but we feel like we have a lot to talk about, and uh, I feel like a lot of this should just be documented. I feel like a lot of people will share the same, I guess a lot of experiences. The, what, experiences. Do you think what do you, we, we're average fishermen, I guess, technically? Uh, yeah, we're basic fishermen. We don't do nothing crazy. I don't think we're weekend fishermen. About now we are, but- well, yeah, time for the, anything, yeah, because of the time, yeah, but when we do have time, we're not we weekend do, yeah, fishermen. Yeah, summertime we went a lot. I think we're the average. Yeah, we're, we're the average, average water once a week. Novice on a good. What I'm, is it, novice or noble? Novice. Noble, novice. One of those. Noble is like you're well, like the noble something. fishermen, or like is it the novice fishermen? Novice. All right, we're the novice fishermen. We're wrong. Just let I us know. know. Just correct us. Correct us. Um, we don't have T9 here to yeah. correct us. <laughs> we don't have the spell check. Spell check? Spell check. <laughs> like, we need Grammarly. We need, yeah. Shout um, out to Grammarly, though. Shout out Grammarly. If y'all want to sponsor your little <laughs> partnership, Grammarly. We're out here. College students. College students, Grammarly. Freshly graduated, and we got one on the way. Summer? Summer. Summer. Summer, and I'll be Summer done. Summer, and we're both done. But uh, yeah, we're this tail talk here. It's gonna be, I guess, mainly consist of our tail talk. Yeah, tail talk. We talk fishing, um, incorporate some photo, video kind of stuff in there. Coastal lifestyle, I guess I would say, uh, and I guess a lot of you know fish. Activity related, related talk, things, some information, yeah, what we information, do, our experiences, and see if anybody shares common interests. I mean, uh, which, which a I'm lot sure of people do, yeah, everyone does. Yeah, the fishing community is very yeah relatable. Also, we're based in Corpus Christi right now too, so the fishing community is very huge out here. It's very, uh, it's a very populated place. From what would you say, Riviera, all the way to uh, Rockport. Yeah, Baffin, Baffin Bay, or more Corpus. You think more Corpus? We're Corpus, but like Riviera is more. What do you think the coastal bend is? Is it Corpus all the, the way? The coastal down? bend is just, I think, Corpus, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's Corpus to Rockport, and then it? it goes up a little bit to Rockport. To Rockport. Right, yeah, maybe Corpus. maybe Aransas Pass, but Aransas well, Pass to Rockport's like I was gonna say right Rockport's there. further than Aransas Pass, but they're like minutes apart. Yeah, so I, I would say Rockport. Rockport. Yeah, because after that, I don't know, maybe even a little bit higher up north. Like Port O'Connor, maybe that's not that far either. It's not. I'm, I'm, I don't know. You might have to fact check us on that. Fact check us. All right, so we're gonna kind of start this off to kind of get to know the hosts a little bit. We're gonna answer. We're gonna we're gonna give two little Q and A questions. We're gonna kind of toss it back at each other. Uh, kind of answer the same thing. Something we don't really know about one another, I guess, or. Or maybe just to mm. share, to share something new, maybe. To share something new. Share something new. 
That's a good one. Something new is my boat still doesn't go faster than yours. Boat, the boat. Isaiah just got his uh, his Ginu fix. Although, also by the way, if y'all do not know what Ginus are, they are a please look them up. They're amazing little up. boats. Amazing little boats. Perfect, for, perfect starter skiffs for your beginner fishermen. If you they, don't want to break the bank, break the bank. You don't want to break the bank, and you want a motor, and you want a motor, and you want a good polling skiff. Yeah, they're great polling skiffs. You get skinny. You get very skinny. Very skinny. Four inches. Just about. Four inches without a crab walk or five inches without a crab walk? Mm, you can go four inches. You can go four. Yeah, you can definitely go four. I think on a slack tide, you go four inches. Yeah. The tide's kind of moving, kind of be dragging a little bit, maybe. Kind of moves the, that, the transom up a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, Ginu's... More of the story. They go in, very, very shallow. Made in Titusville, Florida. Custom Ginu boats. Both of us are now Ginu owners. Um, and uh, both recently got ours serviced. As he has been having a speed issue. Oh, yeah. I'm stuck at, what, 13? 12 to 13 miles per hour when I should be getting at least like That's 17 or 18. With two people, we both have 9.9s. He's got a Tahatsu, I got a Mercury. Mm-hmm. Four strokes, both of them, right? Four strokes. We both have yes. four strokes. The only difference is mine is electric start and yours is pool. manual. Yeah, mine's pool yeah, start. The, literally the only difference. And I, I just, re- I just recently, two days ago, hit, or three days ago, hit 19 with two people. Mm-hmm. And but you don't have a jack plate. Yours is I a don't have a jack lower. plate either. Mine does have a jack plate. Bob's manual. Bob's, Mister Bob. I don't know if it's Mr. Bob, but... the owners of uh, Bob's are hearing this. Mr. Bob himself. Bob's machine. Nice little... uh, Perfect. Jack plates that you can set up. And on the flies are nice too, but... On the flies are nice, but... Break the bank a little bit. A little bit. And then it kind of depends on your situation as far as like your transom. And if you have a little pulling platform. Yeah. Like if you have nothing in the back, it's clear. It's just you standing up. On the fly would be great because you just turn around and, and hold the up, tiller and wind, it, wind it up, wind it down. But if you're like me and have a, <laughs> how tall is it? 18, 18 inch. 18 inch platform. On a raised deck. On a raised deck. It gets kind of hard. <laughs> it's almost impossible. So the bobs really comes in handy. It's kind of just set it and forget it. There you go. But yeah, I mean... I really don't know what to do. Like, We're, we are now at, with carburetors clean, spark plugs changed, oil's done, fuel lines are good. We are now at the setback and height level of his motor right now. That's what we're going to... Next thing would be to in. lower the motor a little bit. I think the problem is it's sitting a little too high. Well, we lower, we changed that setback, that one more notch... It looks like it's sitting a little better. Maybe. I might have to change the setback again. I don't know. I guess, Bob's, if you are listening, some instructions on, I guess, how yeah, to... The, the jack plate, it didn't really come with instructions, right? No, it didn't. It didn't come with any, unfortunately. But did you buy it from Bob's or did you get it from like Amazon or something? No, I got it from Bob's, straight from them. That's weird. Um, I thought it was like a reseller or something. No, it, didn't was, send instructions it was straight from them, straight from Florida. Um, but yeah, it didn't really 
come with instructions, but it is kind of straightforward. You literally just put your plate and then you have your six screws. You just gotta measure like 15 times and drill once. And drill once, and which we were uh, off. We were off by about a, a hairline. A hair follicle, yeah. literally. We were off just shy, that, but it still well, gets the job done. You're able, it's only one notch that we're not able to get. Yeah, the two very closest fronts, to the boat. Yeah. Closest to the transom. Yeah, closest to the transom, yeah. Um, either way, it still works. Still works. Still, still gets the job done. Today we ran over stuff that I, I'm not able to run over yet because mm-hmm. I don't have a jack plate. And I forgot how skinny we could run in yours until we, it, keep in mind, we haven't, Isaiah has not run his boat since December. Since honestly yeah like, because the last time like we went it was, was like what it was beginning? the day it was the day uh me and Alyssa went home for christmas break we went we went out that morning oh there you go so yeah. it's like what two and a half two and, and a half months yeah two and a half months yeah the boat starts up nice though it does quiet very quiet very quiet shout out to mr drew shout out shout out drew donahue drew if you're hearing this we really appreciated your help yeah y'all go book a trip with mr donahue over in rockport he got us set up real nice. Up and running. Up and running literally within a few hours, minutes. Minutes. If you really want to <laughs> count yeah. down to it. The guy's a wizard. But uh, yeah, that it start ups. starts up. Starts really well, nice. Well, starts up very quick. Literally just push it and it turns on, which before I did have some trouble. It would stutter. Yeah. But it also hadn't been cleaned since who knows when. Yeah, the previous owners didn't really take too much care of it. And uh, when Isaiah when Isaiah got it, him and I were just... I, we put it through hell. We were very... We're still mad at the fish, but we were very mad at them. And we're taking it out two, three times a week. When we know it needed to be serviced. But when, we just kept putting it yeah, over the shoulder. We, and we were hard on it. But hey, those little things, they hold up. We're not the lightest of guys. That motor... Those are nice motors, Tatsus. Yeah, I didn't realize they were that new. Like I, when I was talking to my dad about it, he was like, "Yeah, they're fairly new." And yeah, I didn't know either. I I always figured you can tell how popular a brand is by their social media, and I looked on their Instagram. They only have four thousand followers, and you know Mercury's. But then Mercury's been around a lot longer. Yeah, Mercury's been around forever. Evan Rude, who just went out of service recently. I don't know if you knew. Did that. they really? Yeah, they they stopped making. Uh, Did not know that. Yeah. Uh, Yamaha's been around forever. Mm-hmm. Suzuki, um, the Johnsons kind of stopped. I don't know what happened to Johnsons. I don't know if they sold to someone else. Or I still see a lot of Johnsons around there. That guy, that old well, man today, today, yeah, he had a Johnson. He had a little two point five on the back. Yeah, he had a little Johnson. But they're reliable though. That's one of the it first like ones. It. I can't imagine how, what parts, how how the parts are for that. But that's very true. I'm sure they have universal parts out there. They have to. But um Yeah, so anyway, back to the introduction. We're fix the uh speed issue. And yeah, that'll be next... addressed a few days. That'll that'll be days. addressed on the next podcast. We're going to give you an update on the speed. Hopefully we're at least doing 40. <laughs> at least <laughs> a 9.9. If any of y'all have a 9.9 that does 40, please let us know your secrets. We would love to know. An airboat. That's what <laughs> that's it. an airboat. Or not, flying, a, not an airboat. Uh, what is it? An inflatable boat. It's an inflatable boat. It's an inflatable boat. There's no weight on us. It's fly. Zero. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, we're fresh off the water. We just got off the water today. 
Yeah, we're very uh, tired. Very tired. The wind was a little stronger than we expected, even in the backwater. The wind was... Tide was also... The tide came in a lot today, which I think kind of messed with the clarity of the water. And plus the chop. The chop made it hard to really Through focus on that ground. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that tide did help us get to our spot a lot faster. Yeah, we definitely cut through six inches of water at one point, just flying over it. Um, got to the spot pretty quick, but what? <laughs> I just remember when you had the the picture frame that was hanging. <laughs> oh man, I was making fun of a picture frame, uh, a former picture frame in my house that was hanging. Uh, that we're not gonna mention anymore. That's that's not <laughs> sitting under the TV. Uh, anyway. <laughs> That we haven't put back up. Um, but yeah, it was a nice day. The sun was out. But we saw a couple fish. We saw a couple fish. We caught three. Caught three. One undersized. One eh, mid-slot. And then one like 19, maybe 19. 19. Well, I guess that's undersized too. But Which was weird though 19, too. 19, maybe 20. We're, in the skinny water we're in, when we're, we're what, in about a foot of water? and the yeah, water was a little much. temperature was different yeah the water was a lot colder there and once we got to the deeper water we were at least like two feet maybe three at one maybe point three, i think was, three when i first caught when i got that first fish and they and were then, aggressive i don't think i've seen them that aggressive, aggressive. since winter's first rolled in is they were like they're hungry though it never takes us that long to get it in the boat and i yeah. just had this they were just nosediving Mm-hmm. Straight, they were just digging. Well, that second fish I caught, the second red, it I thought almost, it was bigger. It almost took the pole out of my hands too. <laughs> oh yeah, when it I wasn't, hit, yeah. I wasn't expecting it. When it was, and it wasn't that big. It, for it wasn't. It, it, it was, was fighting nineteen, maybe twenty. Nineteen, mad. I really don't know. We didn't mad. measure any of them. Yeah, we didn't measure. We know what a, we know what slot is. Mine was maybe twenty two, twenty three. This was right there. Maybe, uh, maybe twenty two. Yeah, somewhere around there. It was it was it was chunky was slot. though. It was slot. It was slot. It was chunky though. It was. They are which, definitely eating. They've been eating good. And also, another thing which we're not even. I don't even think we're gonna get to a Q and A at this point. But <laughs> another thing is we just had a fish kill with the freezing temperatures from this little cool front. Well, not little cool front. This cold front we just had. It wasn't a cold front. It was a winter storm. A winter storm, actually. And uh, we had a super bad fish kill that affected. Excuse me. That affected what the whole Texas coastline, pretty much. Oh yeah. Uh, seen a in our area. It seemed like Port Mansfield. Now Baffin, after that helicopter view. Mm-hmm. Kind of the helicopter. There were some pictures posted on Facebook. Someone in a helicopter was getting some pictures of Baffin, and the trout population was like hugely affected in the area, like greatly affected. Um. Some reds dead here and there. Uh, Saw Thresher posted that bull red. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. That was a big, yeah, that was a big red. Uh, some black drum, but um, no flounder. No flounder, good. which is good. Those flounder are kind of limited already, and good eating. Very good eating. Very good Four eating. fillets on one fish. Four fillets on one fish. That's a, that's feed the family right there. But the reds were also what well, we saw. A lot of mullet out today. A lot of mullet, which was another huge population species of fish that was greatly affected too. It's, mm-hmm. Mullet was washed up left and right. 
saw a lot of mullet today saw some shrimp popping on the surface which is good the temperatures are warming back up and it's good to see the bait interactive again the reds were healthy they were mad they were feisty they were feisty i don't think i've I, that 22 inch red fought like he was 25 just he kept digging so it made him feel like he was heavier but you know i was watching him dig and i just couldn't i just couldn't you know pick him up hoist him up it was like he just kept digging digging going under the boat having to get the rod around both ends both ends he kept digging back and forth like he knew He's he been, knew what he he's was been doing. hooked before. That's he's why. Been hooked he's before, been hooked before, for sure. Not his first rodeo. Not his first rodeo. He was definitely playing with us. With you. Yeah, he's playing with me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, fresh off the water. Shout out anybody else who was on the water today. Not that many boats. No, we saw what? One while we were going out. Yeah. We saw, like, a few the other kayakers. ones didn't dock. The other ones didn't dock from there, though. No, not from where we docked. Just one. Yeah, just one. And then a jet ski. A jet ski. A jet ski. <laughs> when we, jet when ski. We that was a back. first for us in that area. Yeah, I've never seen a jet never ski. Never seen there. the jet skis in there. Fishing. A jet ski rigged for fishing, by the way, on the flats. Uh, a rare sight. I usually used to seeing those people go offshore and stuff, but it's doable. It's doable. But. All right, let's get into a question. All right, I, I got one that I think we could both speak on. Okay. How do you feel about fishing for big trout? Fishing for big trout. Gator trout. Well, the biggest trout I've ever caught in was 25 on cut mullet <laughs> yeah and cut mullet when was this was it like your kid when you were a kid yeah i was in high school with my dad's friend he took us out on his boat and soaking it we were just drifting some cut mullet on a jig head <laughs> on a jig head <laughs> a jig head. and he told us to use a what weight was it quarter he, ounce or an ounce. <laughs> he told us a certain weight, and we didn't have any. All I had was an ounce, because that was the last weight that we had. Three ounce pyramid on the bottom. <laughs> it was no. It was a one ounce pyramid. It was a one ounce. It was a pyramid. one ounce pyramid. <laughs> and then you have your leader, and then a jig head, on top of that. Not oh not a circle gosh. hook. Not a J hook. A weighted, j- a weighted jig head. A weighted jig head. With a weight already. Honestly, on the it was a quarter ounce jig head. I remember because they're the ones from Walmart. Oh my gosh, the ones like the big round ones that like. No, it was the what are they? The saltwater. Are the Strike Kings? Are they Strike Kings? No, oh, no, no the saltwaters has the ones that look real shitty. No, they're the the really like good quality ones. The oh. ones that we have, the ones that have the, it's oh, the, the red twist, one. The twist locks. No, not the twist. Those are from Bass Pro Shop. <laughs> We're about to sound like we have shitty jig heads. <laughs> I know. No, this is beginner ones. Hey, Walmart's got some good jig. The, they're good the saltwater something. They're like, they have colored jig heads, and then they have like the holographic eyes. They're the better quality I ones for Walmart. I don't think it's striking. I think it's like saltwater assassin or something. The only ones I've gotten from Walmart are Strike King. I don't know. Anyway, anyway. so yeah, a one ounce pyramid. On, I believe it was a quarter ounce jig head. Like 10 and feet a liter. 
chunky mullet. <laughs> That's all we did. We caught two, 25 and 24. Trout. Trout. On cut mullet. On cut mullet. Wow. Yeah. And then that's my biggest one. That was like, I was like maybe 16, I think. I believe 16. How did, how did you feel? Like, would you, would you. To me, it was just a big trout. I mean, at the time, I didn't know that it was hard to catch big trout. Or that it was a thing. Or yeah, like it was a thing. Like, I thought it was just, oh, it's a big trout. Like, cool. Like, I thought just everyone like caught red, this. Like, yeah, like I caught. I didn't know that this was like a trophy fish. Like some people never catch spend their lifetime yeah trying to catch a twenty five inch trout. Twenty five inch trout. And then much less a thirty. So dirty thirty. Yeah, I don't know. That's my biggest one. I'd like to catch one bigger, but what's been your biggest since you've actually been like heavy into fishing though? Um, I think probably 22, 22, maybe 23 pushing. Was I with you when you got that or no? Yes and no. You were like 30 yards that way. We used to wade fish very heavy, by the way. So yes. any wade, any wade fishermen out there, we definitely feel the grind of walking. My, dude, we used to, and we were just talking that's about why, this earlier. That's why you buy a boat. That's why you buy a boat. We used to we got grind tired it out. Us. We used to, what, for what, three years? Yeah, freshman we, year, all the way up to last year, or right before months I, ago, right before I bought the boat in. Oh, the summer of June. Was it June? No, July. July yeah. is when I got the boat in July. Yeah, we used to grind it out. We used to, we we're just talking about this. We used to walk like some some spots. We used to, I mean, easily like three miles. Easily, yeah. I mean, round trip, you'd say. Yeah. Well, this last a one. mile one way. Just about this yeah. last wade trip that we did when my <laughs> boat was down and Dude, you hadn't had yours yet. I didn't even know we could walk that far across that flat. I thought we it was did deep. five miles. Five and I know miles. it was five because I have this Apple Watch and it tracks everything for you. And we did five, five miles. miles. I counted my steps. <laughs> yeah, five miles. So we're still in it. We're still in it. It's definitely still doable. It's not hard. It's not you really just you just and, gotta keep moving and, and you don't honestly, even think about it. The only time you need a pair of waders is winter. If you really want to go out in that water, because the fish kind of do get a little hungry, aggressive and stuff. But like, dude, we go in what some regular PFG shorts mm-hmm. and waders. I know a lot of people waders, have ray guards, some wading boots, all type of stuff. I mean, I just bought a new pair of wading boots. Forever last, by the way. Shout out Forever Last. If y'all are hearing this, we definitely have a lot of y'all stuff. Um, but no, I just bought a pair of the reef boots mm-hmm. and I had mine since high school. Now I didn't fish as much as you in high school, but like I weighed fished mm-hmm. when I did. And dude, I, I when I bought the new pair of boots, I didn't realize like I thought I was getting the wrong kind because the color mine are like yellow. And these yeah, things are like brown. And so I was yeah. like, these aren't the right ones. I was looking, I was like, these aren't the right ones. And I was like, no shit, I just had them that long. Like they were so discolored. It was like insane. But over time, they tend to fade. Yes. Yeah, so I've had mine for at least four or five years. You know, I mean, cuts on them, all, you know, stepping on oysters. The oysters. Sliced on the sock part. I mean, you know, just zipper doesn't even work anymore. Busted the zipper. Just the Velcro still works. Somehow that Velcro holds up. But. Uh, yeah, I mean, all, all you need is 
I mean, we just got Wade belts too. So, I mean, technically you could just Wade boots. You just go Wade boots and a, a lure. I mean. You really could. If you know what if you know what to throw and you know what you're going after, what species you're going after, you could just take that. You take what take you really, quirky, or you could take just a a good old you down really south just need DOA. I'd say like three lures max if you really want. You to. put them in your pocket. Just put them in your pocket. Put them in your pocket. If your shirt has a pocket, There's, put them in your put shirt, them in pocket, your shirt pocket, pocket, just so they don't float away. But yeah, that's pretty yeah, much is all so you need. Doable, but um, anyway. Back to the trout talk. You said twenty. Oh yeah, you said we're we're waiting. Yeah, we're waiting, and I believe it was twenty two, twenty two, twenty three. I don't know. I didn't measure it, but it looked decently sized, chunky. Definitely Pull chunky. A little bit now. Oh yeah, for sure. I thought it was a small red. I definitely thought it was a small red. Released. Oh yeah. Released. I didn't keep anything that day. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm lying. I kept two reds. No. Yes, I, two reds. Two reds. Two reds. Which we ate. Yes. Only keep what you're going to eat. Yes. Only keep what you're going to eat. And if you're I gonna, mean, if you're going to stuff you it in the keep, freezer, you're probably never going to eat it. You can keep whatever you want, but realistically, there's no need for you to keep stringers full. I mean, dude, what? Last time, we kept two reds, and it fed four of us. Yeah. Two A reds each. fed four people. Filet each. Filet each. Good for lunch or for dinner. Some white rice. We had white rice and we had like or wild rice and something else. I think oh corn. Jenny made some corn. Is it corn or green beans? No, yeah, I was thinking it was corn and green beans. Yeah, One of them. Yeah. Anyway, four yeah. plays. But I guess I'll answer how I feel about. What was the, what was my question? It was what. My big or my biggest trout since I caught my biggest okay. trout. Or I said, how do you feel about trout fish? Trout. Well, yeah, you, that was your original question. Yeah, how do okay. you feel about like trophy trout fishing? Okay. And then you asked me again, how do I or what was my biggest since the last? Since we started fishing. No, since my biggest. Oh, one. since your biggest, yeah, yeah. So I never really caught a big trout. I don't know. I caught. I think when I was younger. You know, hitting the hitting the pier lights with dude oil. I think I probably hit like a seventeen or maybe eighteen. Biggest under the lights I've caught is twenty one, I believe. There at dude oil. Yeah. There's some big trout in there. Oh, there's big trout in there. Snook too. There's snook in there too. There's some big snook. Oh, there's (laughs) and gar. (laughs) Oh, there's gars. gars. I've caught plenty of gars. Plenty of big old bull reds in there. Really at the lights? Oh no, not at the lights, but early in the morning. Oh, you can catch some bull reds in there. I'm not gonna tell you when because that's a secret. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you the spot because that's a secret. Got a secret spot. See, my biggest—I never caught anything huge, and I, we both. Well, you lived. We're both from the valley, by the way. Shout out the nine five six, but you lived thirty minutes from the water. Mm-hmm. I lived an hour from the water, so. You know, Isaiah fished way more often than I did. And, um, you know, when I went, you know, we'd catch the occasional red here and there. We didn't catch too much. I didn't really have, we didn't, you know, have it figured out. I was just, you know, hitting the water, getting that salt therapy. But I think my biggest under the, my biggest trout was probably under the lights. It was probably like 17. 
I don't think any. I don't think anything bigger than eighteen. I'd say seventeen. Sixteen or seventeen, and you know, since we started hitting the water pretty hard since we came to college over here in Corpus and stuff, uh, I got a a good trout fisherman buddy. Shout out Liam, Liam Koreshi. I believe I'm saying that last name right. Shout out Liam. He's a a dirty thirty club member actually. Caught his uh thirty one inch trout. But um. Yeah, he put me on, wanted to go after some trout, went to a spot, went to one of his secret spots, and uh, lo and behold, we didn't really catch too much that day. He was nailing the like the 16, 17 inches and started filling up his stringer, and I was like, damn, dude. And uh, I think I just caught like maybe two dink trout, and uh, on a down south, regular four inch bone, which, big fan of bone, in specific down south. Down south lures. Um, I caught a 27-inch trout, about six pounds, um, about waist deep, wading in the water. Wading, also. And, uh, you know, at the time, it was pretty crazy because when I hooked it, you know, it's a big dump, you know, just like anything else would hit when you're wading. <laughs> big dump. And... Yeah, you know, I was fighting it. It felt pretty heavy, so I'm like, "Oh, finally a good a good fish," you know, because the day was kind of slow a little bit, and uh, it surfaced. It's it kicked its tail, and I immediately saw the speckles, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Immediately backed up on the drag, and you know, just let it tire itself out, and then you know, you're waist deep in water, and I had never seen a trout that big before. I think one time, I think at Bob Hall Pier at night after when I worked at Causeway, I went over there one time. Saw a 24-inch trout in the ice chest. I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty big. Seeing it in person in pictures is, is two different things. Oh, yeah, for I saw sure. 20, I saw a 24. For whatever reason, the dude kept a 24 in the ice chest. I don't know why. People don't know. People don't know. People don't Release care. Release over 20. Release over People, 20. For sure. But, yeah, so I'm waist deep in this trout. You know, when trout's open their mouths, it just kind of makes their head look a little bigger. Dude, that head was huge. And mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> I kind of like took a step back. I was like, oh shit, this thing's way bigger than I thought. And Liam's probably 40 yards away from me. And there's two different groups of weight fishermen behind us, around us. And so I'm like, Liam, Liam. <laughs> and it's kind of windy. And I'm like, Liam, Liam. And he finally like turns. And I was like, come here. And he's like, is it good? <laughs> like, I was like, I, and I just started kind of waving my rod. So he just start, slowly starts walking over to me. And he's like, finally, when he gets, you know, distance where he's not going to be yelling at me, he's like, how big is it? And I said, ah, dude, I was like, this thing's like 24 inches, dude. I was like, this thing's big. I was like, my PP for sure. He's like, pick it up out of the water. Keep in mind, I had already, you know, took the hook out. Fish gripped it, and I just kept it in the water. Just, you know, kept it swimming. And uh, I picked it up out of the water. And he's like, dude, put it back down. <laughs> he's like, put it back down. But he starts running over to me in the water. He's like, put it back down. And and because, you know, these guys are behind me. And this is a secret spot. So, you know, he doesn't want, you know, people to realize that there's, there's these big gators out there. Because that's where he had caught his thirty his 31 inch. And he's put it back down. And now he comes up to me. And then he's like, dude, that's way over 24. I was like, dude. And I was like, really? And, I, you know, I'd never caught a trout that big. So I just, I'm only comparing it to, you know, my PB Red at like 28 inches. So I was like, you know. It, I knew it was big because I was like, oh, this thing's huge, like compared to a red, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For sure, like a slot red. So I'm like, 
I'm looking at this thing. I'm like, oh, shit. And then, you know, finally he gets there and I have a rod wheeler on my rod. So picked it up. We measured it six times. I remember we measured it six times. And 27 inches is what it marked at. Got it to revive. Swam off, thankfully. Swam off, but... It was a cool experience. I think for a first time experience catching a trout that big, I was like, it's pretty, pretty cool. But I don't think I would after at that moment. And I was talking to Liam the other day at that moment. I was like, I don't think I really care to because we were we were curious. We had just gotten you and I had just gotten curious about fishing with, you know, corkies and, and mirrodines mm-hmm. and all that stuff going after these big trout. But at that after that, I was like, you know. It didn't pull too much drag, and it only pulled a little bit once I backed up off the drag, which I didn't have tight already. It was just kind of just heavy. It didn't really make a run or anything like that, you know? Just shook its head, and that's probably when it maybe, you know, a little ding, 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 a little bit of the drag, but I'd much rather catch a 21-inch red and let him, you know, make a little run or two, be a little fun. I just felt like I was just kind of, you know, reeling in. Almost like a drum. It kind of acted like a drum. Uh, bottom heavy. Yeah, just bottom heavy until I, you know, brought it up. And, you know, it shook its mouth, you know, it shook, mm-hmm. it, shook its head, stuff like that, trying to spit that lure. But, I don't know. I mean, it was definitely cool to see a trout that big because I was like, oh, shit. But, you know, and then I realized, too, I was like, I guess got to be a little a little grateful that I caught it because people don't, people fish for that, you know, to catch that fish their whole life, dude. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Yeah, they're was, very hard to. That's what we say release over 20 because they're very, not, I don't want to say rare, but they're very hard to come by. And especially with the fish kill, a lot of over 20s. I saw, I did see one, uh, I think it was in Aransas Pass. Someone just posted a picture yesterday, 31. 31. 31 inch trout. But I know in the Port Mansfield, Baffin area, a lot of over 20 inch trout. A lot. I know in Port Mansfield, the biggest one i'd seen was captain wayne davis uh, uh, kelly wiggler or k mm-hmm. wigglers uh he had posted a 30 inch in the mid in the mix with a bunch of 26 25 inch trout too so i mean so definitely release your trout release your reds too i mean honestly we everything we all we it's rare that we know most of the time we go fishing we have stuff to do after so we hit a four or five hour gap in our day in the morning or in the evening and we have stuff to do after where we know we're not, if we're going to stick that fish in the freezer, we're not going to even bother keeping it. Or if we don't have time to cook it right then and there, it's just the days go on, you get busy and it might not be your intention to, you know, leave it in the freezer, leave it in the freezer but, but you know, sometimes day, you forget. Yeah. Sometimes you forget. Day, days go on, you know, you cook other stuff, get food and it's just goes by. But, but Yeah. That was uh, my biggest trout, 27 27. Inches, 27. Liam, we guesstimated about six pounds. He didn't have his bogus, but, you know, it, it It wasn't stupid heavy, but it was It was heavy. It had a had a belly to it. It, it, was, it was chunky. Very thick, too. And it had a lot of spots. You know, another, those, some of those older trout don't have as many spots, but it still had a lot of spots. Mm-hmm. On a down south bone. Bone, bone. Bones are really good color. Dirty tequila as well. Dirty tequila. Probably, I'd say my top two. No, I think that's both of our top two. For sure. And you, you were a big bone dude, and I figured out dirty tequila, and we kind of just... I used both. 
But you didn't use dirty tequila like that until that one time I, I went to the Arroyo and I recently and, and I caught. I had used it, but I think I was just more into bone at the time. Yeah, and I've always known bone was a popular color, but I just never forgot about it. I think we both kind of went real hard on both those colors for a while, and still our top two colors to the day. Yeah, and then for sure you can't forget plum. Yeah, plum. Isaiah put me on the plum. I was never a plum dude, but is your old faithful for sure. There was it is my old faithful. There was so many times that we'd be fishing and you were catching everything and what are you using plum i'm using a plum if nothing bites on a bone or <laughs> any other color for whatever reason plum, plum always works always works so and get i, you I some became Pro-Cure. a plum believer procure is not cheating is not yeah procure we, we used to be very big procure guys before we started polling yeah before you start when we're just weight fishing we throw some procure on there yeah for sure if you're waiting, Procure definitely helps. But it's that extra bite. What is, what is uh, What's his name? Blair Wiggins. Blair Wiggins. It gets that extra bite. Did his job. Yeah, don't quote us on that. I don't know if it's right, but I think he said something like that. It gets something you, similar it gets you that to extra that. Extra fish or something like something that. Something close to that. Blair Wiggins. But yeah, when you're polling, you really don't need Procure. You just need to know how to you work just your. Got to throw it right in front, and if they want it, they will eat it. And also for any of y'all out there we do pole but we do use conventional fishing gear we haven't really mastered fly fishing yet so we kind of like to go with what we know we're going to catch how we know we're going to catch them and so still use conventional Isaiah's a bait cast guy he's trying to convert me to bait casting which i is not really that hard it's not hard. i thought it was hard it, 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 it just, looks very complex but once you get the hang of it it's super easy. And a lot of it, too, kind of depends on the reel. Um, the speed. Yeah, I don't know. There's different gear ratios. A lot of, like, what is the proper term for it? The little, what is it? The, the Not the wind gear, but, like. The wind resistance? No, I don't know exactly what it's called. It's on the side. Whatever, that little dial that's on the side. Basically, that is like the hardest thing that you have to adjust and that's what really like gets everyone but once you figure that out you're good to go yeah it's really not that it's just a matter for me getting used to like the way those bait cast rods are set up like i'm used to you know the spinning reel it's just straight but you have that little finger kind of that finger rest in the back finger rest on the back of the the bait cast rods and that's kind of just and also the push mm-hmm. to, you know, let that bale loose and, you know, cast it. It's different for me, too, than flipping the actual bale. But the fight is a lot better on a baitcaster, though. Supposedly. Not supposedly. I have experienced it, it. It is. Trust me. Any of y'all baitcast users out there agree to disagree? Agree. You have to agree. Everyone down here uses a baitcaster. It's true. I didn't realize. A lot of people use baitcasters. They also might have a spinning reel in their setup, but majority, that's their I'm primarily sure they do. baitcast guys. Which, at some point, I'm going to convert over to start using it. Yes. But, uh, yeah, most of the time we, we pull, um, we're throwing a, a down-south lure, maybe a DOA cow, a small three-inch I don't really use cows. 
I think most of the time I've that when I'm on the front of the boat, I'm, I'm yeah. sometimes I'll throw a, a DOA calf. I really so just stick hitting. to down south. Um, and some people might think it's a little too big of a presentation in that water, but it really isn't. Like, well, yeah, but you have your your smaller ones, the burner shads. The burner, yeah, you have your burner shads. But even then, we don't we don't use the burner shads too often. We use the regular four inch. Yeah. The supernatural one is really good though. Supernatural. I put you onto the supernatural. That one you did. That one you did. I was I, I was swearing by the supernatural color that down south released, and I told him, bro, you gotta use it. Like it looked it, it looks the easiest way to put it, it looks like a natural color. Like something you'd see in the water, it's something green. that might full of fish. <laughs> it's green. It's green. It's green with you know with silver flakes. Silver flakes in it, some black flakes in it too. But I mean it like I put them onto it. I said, Do you gotta use this? And when we used to wade it worked. It worked a lot. Yeah. You started using the supermodel, which I haven't used really too much, but you had some luck on it recently when when, yeah, you, when we took the girls out. You were, you were throwing that supermodel, weren't you? No, it was the little one. Oh, you were throwing the burner. I was throwing the burner. Throwing yeah. The burner. I threw, and one time you and I were I both throwing threw, the burners, remember? Yeah. And we're, that was we're the first, nailing the reds. That was the first the time. The first time we went waiting to yeah. that spot. And we're both, we're nailing them on the, on the burner shed. Burner shed. Downside lure is a little three-inch version of their lures, but um, yeah, we're nailing the reds on that day on the, on the burners. But at, when they first released them, they were kind of a little too delicate. They they would tear very easy, and I mean, we went through a pack that day. I remember we were, we ran out because I kept trying to rehook mine in different parts of the 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 body that the hook hadn't torn through. But it seems like they make them a little stronger now. I don't know. I mean, it was we were, we were using burners when they first, you know, came out. Since they came out, yeah. yeah. There's definitely a, a slight change in the plastic that they use. Isaiah was also a big bugs, bugs lure advocate. Bugs lures. I'd never used bugs, and I just bought a bugs, which I was throwing today. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a little too choppy to. And also, we didn't we didn't get we didn't we there didn't, wasn't too many fish to be sight casted today. Yeah, there wasn't too many to be sight casted today. Um, but I haven't caught. I bought a little shrimp imitation bugs, which are kind of expensive. Like buying a top water. Yeah, they're like flies. They're miniature flies for seven bucks. Your spinning room. Eight, your eight bucks actually. Mine was eight bucks. Yeah, it's eight pounds. It's basically perfect. a fly, and it looks good. It does. It's, oh, yeah, it's, they, it's just like a fly. It looks good. They're really nice lures. Just wait to it. But I haven't caught anything on the bugs yet. Kind of looking forward to that. But. Yeah. Custom Ginu boats. Big fans. Boats Shout and hose. Custom <laughs> Boats and hose. Where's that from? Step Brothers. right? Oh my God. No, the one gonna the, get the, me some boats and the part where he's like, do the part that killed me, bro. He's like, we got room for so much activity now. <laughs> he, he jumps into the bunk bed. <laughs> Is it bad? It's bad. He's got like the little cut on his own. Didn't he get this? What is it? A SpongeBob? T- uh, or no? What is? It? It's like a cartoon character, little right? Band-Aid, the Band-Aid. Right? Oh, God, dude, Step Brothers, dude, Step Brothers, overrated, but. Yeah, yeah that's, that's being cut out anyway. So, I think there's there anything else. Well, that was one question. Yeah. We got like two hours. Hour. 
three minutes. But, uh... What else are you doing? I think that's good. I think that, uh... I know we only answered one question each, but I think we had a bunch of sub-topics off of that. Which... A lot of transitions. A lot of transitions. I think on the next episode, we'll kind of... We'll have a script and we'll follow the script. We'll have a little, we'll have, we'll have a, a more deliberate Q and A, maybe something to get to know a little more about both of us. But um, next episode, we'll probably, it'll probably, I don't know, I think just you and I are we gonna feature someone already. Whatever you want, buddy. May feature someone, buddy of ours who is like, same age as us super fishy dude i mean you talk to the dude and it's like talking to a marine biologist fly fishing what's he going to school for i don't know what is he what is he going to school for i have no idea huge fly fishing dude strictly fly fishing um i don't know what he's going to school for actually i don't know you just said marine biologist and i'd kind be of... surprised if it's something like i would I, no, actually i wouldn't be surprised if it's something like off the wall he's also really smart though too it so. kind of got me curious as to like what he's going to school for i have to figure that out but anyway we'll we'll talk about it outside of here and we'll see think about featuring him or maybe isaiah and i will chat for another episode but uh yeah thanks for uh tuning in uh and uh yeah, if you follow us on social media, drop a uh, follow to the uh, Tail Talk Instagram that we're going to create. And uh, drop a follow to both Isaiah and I. And uh, stay tuned. Share with your friends. And if you uh, fishermen looking forward to the weekend, uh, hope this podcast was at least somewhat entertaining and shed some light or some knowledge on certain things y'all might be uh, curious about. But uh, yeah. Till next time, we'll uh, see you on the next episode. We'll see you on the water. See you on the water. See you on the water. We'll see you on the water.